0: yes sir yes sir welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney back with my main man Tommy.
1: What up though?
0: So it's been an interesting week (laughs) weekend for sports. Michigan won.
1: Yeah I'm happy about that.
0: Yeah Michigan State three game losing skid. Um, Mel Tucker. (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) I don't know what happened to Tuck is coming but
1: Man, Chuck <laughs> the thief in the night. He done stole all that money from them.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, I mean, it, it don't look like it's going to get any easier. Ohio State next <laughs> weekend. Yeah, they're t-
1: they going to beat the brakes off of them. Yeah,
0: they're talking about Michigan State could be a historic underdog at home next week. So we'll see. Um, I almost was pissed off yesterday because... Friday night, you know, I'm looking at games to bet. I'm like, I oh, also bet this Missouri game. Um, it was given what bet ten win twenty two hundred. Uh huh. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm like Georgia favored by thirty. They don't have a chance in hell. Then yesterday, sitting at my parents' anniversary dinner, look at my damn phone, and Missouri's up by ten. <laughs> I said if they go on to win this damn game, I'm about to be so pissed at myself. <laughs> 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 Thankfully, they lost. <laughs> uh no. your Detroit Lions. Uh you was at the game.
1: Yeah, I was at the game.
0: So I will say this the offense looks for them to be down, because I believe at one point they only had three wide receivers available.
1: Yeah, they, now, this is what people fail to realize, Rodney, and a lot of fans, didn't, they fail to realize this also. The Lions were really extremely undermanned today. And uh, I guess we all expected it since uh, Seattle is, like, one of the worst teams in the league. if They are the worst team in the league. And um, they're actually at full strength. They have everybody. Yeah, um, um,
0: Penny was a force to be reckoned with today. Um, yeah. Man, I guess I, I'm not. I know a lot of people have called for Aaron Glenn to lose his job. I feel like this, I'm not counting this year because some of the people we're starting on defense would be practice wild players on on other teams. Um, so I would like to see the Lions go out and spend some money this off season on defense. Um,
1: right no, I, no i'm right with you on that one i definitely want them to spend some money on defense and then plus with them losing tracy walker too the lions don't have a lot of death so i mean their death chart is just ridiculous they they don't have anybody matter of fact when the, the wide receivers got hurt we pulled a lot of guys from the practice squad tom Kennedy showed up today
0: yeah have, have some nice catches um i feel like tom kennedy should be one the, the team fully i feel like he has a great chemistry um uh, with jared goff
1: yeah, I, no i love tom kennedy don't get me wrong but i mean when the lions are at full strength it's really nowhere to really place him um and that's even without having jameson williams in yet so that really makes it like really hard to to place tom kennedy anywhere um I, I don't know, man. Khalif Raymond, like, and uh, Cephas. Yeah, Maybe Cephas,
0: Cephas got, got hurt today.
1: Yeah, he uh, injured his foot. Yeah, again, he injured his foot. Like, he's going to probably be out for a couple weeks, possibly, so. When you got those foot injuries, it's kind of hard to bounce back from from uh, game to game, so from week to week. So
0: yeah, I mean the the Lions is injury prone. Hell, my fantasy team at this point is injury prone. If I if I lose another player,
1: <laughs> man, I had so many injuries on my fantasy team, man. Like it just and then what the hell is going on with the Colts, man? Like I. I drafted Taylor number one, and he has stunk up the place. He only had one good game out of four. He's been horrible. horrible. Yeah,
0: I th- think he only scored for you today three point five points. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um. I, I. Hell, what's what's up with Atlanta? Did you did you see Marcus Mariota's stat line? He was like seven for twenty nine today,
1: and and they <laughs> won the game. <laughs> That's Marcus <laughs> Mariota. Like he's terrible,
0: but that the defense kept him in the game. I did watch some highlights from that game. Um, Cordell. Um, yeah, I yeah, fantasy because DJ Shark is on my team. He was out. DeAndre Swift was out. Uh, Michael Thomas for the Saints was out. And I hate to say this, but the Vikings might be legit this year. I mean. Well, they did play a underman New Orleans Saints team today in London.
1: Extremely undermanned Saints team. And then a light man, I, it, it's killing me because I see all these other teams getting the shine. They, the, you know, I'm watching ESPN and talking about the Dolphins. They're talking about all these other teams. Yeah,
0: I don't know if they'll be talking about the Dolphins for a long. Um, it seems like Tua might be out for a while.
1: Yeah, he's out for a while. Yeah, they I, already confirmed it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't see Teddy Bridgewater regaining <laughs> that Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> magic.
1: I mean, with the division they, they play in, and they already have a, a heads up on like some of the teams. Like They already beat the teams they were supposed to. So maybe Tua can come back in a few weeks. They saying he possibly can be out for like four to five weeks, maybe six. From what I was told.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. I'm, I'm, did you get a chance to see any, uh, catch any, uh, highlight from the Baltimore Buffalo game?
1: Yeah, I did, and and Baltimore is supposed to win that game, man, and it just, uh I just yeah, don't I know don't... what the hell happened at the end.
0: Yeah, like I was tuning into the Lions game, and then because Baltimore was up big, and then I turned, and I'm like, okay, Buffalo made a comeback, but Baltimore was driving, got it down to the one go, one yard line, and I just knew Baltimore was gonna be able to to score, and here, Lamar Jackson on a scramble on fourth and one throws a pick.
1: Yeah. I just, yeah, he threw a pick, and they were right there, man. and It felt like a lot of times they the defense of Buffalo is really good. They have a really good defense. And once you get into that red zone with Buffalo, it's so hard to score on them. The same thing can be also said for Baltimore also.
0: And you just made me think about the joke I saw about the Michigan State game. <laughs> Cause they were like, the one thing Michigan State does well is play goal line defense up. To- <laughs> Before that point, anything is possible.
1: Yeah, right. Before that point, yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. Like, it's that bad. Um, but nothing was horrendous as what I seen today with my own two eyes, man. With the Lions just giving up so many points to a horrible, I mean a horrible.
0: Yeah, and it's Jared, I thought Jared Goff played extremely well. He did have a bad pick six,
1: which was stupid. It, he didn't have to do it, and I it came straight after half straight after yeah. F- halftime.
0: Basically, first play after halftime. Um,
1: yeah, like two plays, and then he did that stupid shit. Like, yeah, I thought
0: it was I thought it was a fourth throw.
1: Yeah, like you. The only sad part about it was Rodney was like we weren't down by much. And we just needed him to be a game manager. And he wasn't able to manage the game. And I felt like we lost by three points. But think about that pick six. Well, the and think pick, about the field position. In
0: the pick six. The the field goal kicker. Not. I mean, do we call Jason Hansen out of retirement at this point? Uh,
1: I don't know why the Lions have the worst field goal kickers that you can think of in the history of backup field goal kickers. Like You can put somebody up off the streets. And they can probably kick field goals better than most of these guys they done picked up. Like this guy was horrible. It reminded me of the guy that we picked up last year, that the out of shape dude they got off the couch. Yeah, so kicked like a five yard field goal.
0: I, I, I mean, cause him missing kicks kind of changed the strategy of what Dan Campbell probably wanted to do. Um I mean, luck like on the Lions side, they were able to convert what two two point conversions?
1: Yeah, we were two for two, which was which was awesome. We were two for two for a two point conversion.
0: Um and I'm a Lions conspiracy theorist, so I will say I feel like the referees cost him a touchdown too.
1: Yeah, oh man, we were going bizarre. Did you see people throwing stuff on the field? Yeah. Yeah, people were going – they were so pissed off. And then, like, people started to kick some of the Seahawks uh, fans' asses, man. And, like, it just was – all. it was getting all bad. And I said, oh, my God, they're going to rush the field. Like, people were losing their minds, man. Like, like being there, it just felt like something bad was going to happen. I was like, let me get the hell out of here. And I left. I'm not going to even – I left when it was uh, – when they were down by 10. I didn't stay for the last final minutes of the game. Um. I just knew it was over with, and when I watched it on my phone, like on the uh, going back to Eastern Market on the uh, shuttle bus, I, they tried to make a comeback. They wound up scoring a touchdown, made it forty-eight, forty-five, and then uh, all they had to do with three full timeouts left was stop the run, and they could potentially tie the game or win the game with a minute left. And they just they couldn't stop the run.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I feel like D tackle. It's going to be position of need. You need another linebacker other than uh, Rodrigo back there. And then right. I know Jeff Okuda hasn't been much maligned in his Lions career, but he's played pretty well. Um, you need you definitely need, need a nickel corner, though.
1: Yeah, we need another quarter. Uh, I think like a lot of the guys that we had today kind of let me down. Um Everyone was looking for the big matchup between uh DK and Okuda. And, but uh they actually wound up putting him on Tyler Lockett. Yeah. So that's why Lockett and, but then when they switched him right over to DK, then they went to Lockett again. Yeah, so they- it was like picking poison, like they kept going after whoever wasn't wasn't being checked by
0: uh, Okuda. Okuda.
1: So yeah, so that just that really messed us up, man, and it pissed off a lot of people. And for me, Rodney, being a, a huge Lions fan, of course, it just felt like we were so close this year. we were the highest-scoring team in the NFL. Yeah, I'm, seeing... I'm
0: scoring so high, I'm starting Jared Goff in fantasy over Aaron Rodgers.
1: I know. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and, like, no matter who you put back there, the Lions are going to score. But the thing is, man, like, we're also giving up the highest total <laughs> points, points to us. <laughs> Like what's going on here? You made the Redskins even look. I mean, oh, excuse me, the Commanders. You made the Commanders look decent on offense by giving them giving up points to them, and they're horrible. So
0: yeah, lost once again today um, to Dallas. Um, quarterback contra- controversy in Dallas.
1: No, it just it's just Dallas. Just right now they're playing some teams that just basically like overachieving um you played the cincinnati Bengals, and they were trying to figure things out they got a bunch of new pieces on their offensive line um they wind up dropping that game to dallas of course a lot of sacks um then you're going against the giants they're trash i'm, I'm sorry they started off with 0 and two or something like that 0 and three no and two
0: yeah they beat they're the bears trash. today didn't they yeah
1: yeah the bears are trash we both know the bears <laughs> are terrible too. bears terrible giants terrible and the commanders are terrible Um, yeah, Dallas just got like a. a, They played some teams that were really not that good. Their division isn't really that great. Besides Philly, and Philly's gonna probably beat up on them pretty bad. Um, yeah, the Cowboys got they they're blessed by having an easy schedule, and they're doing what the Lions are not doing. The Lions are not beating people that are easy opponents, or they're not finishing off games. Where the Cowboys, they actually have a decent defense. And the defense can win games for them where offense has to show up. Defense can't win us anything.
0: So, yeah. Okay. So, um, NBA has started preseason games. NHL um, is right around the corner. Um, Actually, the NHL is in preseason exhibition mode, whatever you want to call it right now. Um We gave you our prediction last week. Uh, Remember, for better or worse, I picked the Clippers. Even though the Clippers have never won a damn thing, really.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a ballsy move from picking the the Clippers when we did our uh, our picks, our special, um, on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, so... But it got me to thinking the the five most infant like five most impactful athletes when it came to hip-hop whether they've been mentioned name dropped in songs all the time whether uh, something they did impacted hip-hop or just they brought hip-hop to to their their job site i should say um so i feel like i feel like athletes want to be hip-hop artists and hip-hop artists want to be athletes
1: oh yeah that's for sure Rodney. it's been like that forever man i think the impact on the culture man as far as like uh i mean I, in all honesty i think athletes they live the rock star lifestyle so of course i think they want to be hip-hop artists you know rock stars it's just it's all part of the culture man
0: yeah um yeah, I feel like they said oh the, the New England Green Bay game, four seconds left in overtime.
1: Uh, who won that?
0: Uh Mason Cosby is lining up for a 31 yard field goal.
1: Man, please make that Mason. So I, I bet on that game. It's not much money, but it's a couple dollars. I got a free bet from off of uh DraftKings.
0: Oh, oh they did win the, Packers they just win. Won the
1: game. All right. Yay! I just that $5. game was way
0: too close, though, um, with the <laughs> New England basically playing with a backup quarter, well, a third string quarterback.
1: Yeah, I just won, like, $5, so, you know. Real quick, before we
0: get in the hip-hop category, did you see the Tom Brady news today?
1: Uh, No, I've seen the AB news the past couple of days, and some of it has something to do with Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, so Tom Brady came out today and said that he has fought cancer twice within the past year.
1: Oh wow, I didn't catch that.
0: Yeah, which I does it add to the Tom Brady lore that he basically was playing while dealing with cancer? Think I think that might explain his absence away from Tampa Bay. Earlier this season, during the preseason, um, I'm amazed. um, If you're fighting cancer for you to come out of retirement, I don't know. I think it just adds to the the Tom Brady legacy. Hate him or love him.
1: Yeah, that's – now. I'm just learning this news right now, and that is freaking incredible. When I tell you that is an amazing – Feat that he's just accomplished. You're battling cancer, and you go out there and you win a Super Bowl, and also you keep that team in contention. Like that is that's incredible.
0: Yeah, I (laughs) when the when the news when I when I got there, I learned on my phone. I was like, I read it once, and then I was like, wait, wait, what? (laughs) Um, I I mean, it's I mean, it's just something. I mean, that trumps, to me, the the Michael Jordan flu game.
1: Whoa, that super trumps the Michael Jordan flu game. Man, like, I mean, and then, you know what else? It just makes it 10 times worse. I've seen the, um, the Antonio Brown uh, news and the, this goofy shit he's been doing the past couple days. I mean, between him and Kanye, I'm just so, I'm done with both of them. I just, I can't deal with them anymore. Um,
0: yeah I've been I was kind of done with the a first of all a B on hard knocks when he was with the Raiders kind of started my process of being done with him and then him leaving the field waving his goodbyes I was like yeah I'm done with him I mean because to me he's pretty much was in a perfect situation in Tampa Bay You have Tom Brady. You have two number ones, really, in Godwin and Evans to share share the field with. I mean, it's it's a Brady-made championship team.
1: Yeah, and all you have to do is just play your part, and you sit up there and you do bullshit all the time. I just, I don't get it. And he, then today was the ultimate like low blow, man. Like I couldn't believe what I seen today. Yeah, yeah, I was disappointed in him.
0: I'm at this point. I'm not surprised by anything he does, says, or <laughs> does or do. I'm um, just not him. Him and Kanye. At this point, I'm waiting on them to do the like. Kanye to come out and say Do the Jim Jones I got this Kool-Aid That's gonna take you to space or something <laughs>
1: no,
0: Nothing w- Would surprise me at this point
1: would Yeah You are right about that bro Nothing nothing will surprise me at this point I swear it won't
0: um, Before we get into hip hop topic um, We lost another Rapper this week another hip-hop legend. Um, One of the reasons why I remember the movie Dangerous Minds is because of Gangster Paradise. I feel like when that came out, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing it. Even still today, you still hear the song, the beat, and you instantly know what it is. Uh, Coolio, gone, way too soon, 59. It seems like every time we turn around we're losing another um hip-hop person and all i mean 50 59 is, is not old at all so to lose coolio at 59 it's just i don't know it's it's heartbreaking to see so many rappers former rappers leave leaving this world
1: yeah i i definitely agree man and like uh, the thing that gets me about this whole situation, man, and, like, uh, of people at work when we were having this discussion at work, I don't think that a lot of these artists or entertainers realize how much they, they mean to us. You know, like, Julio, like you said, with him being a younger, you know, a younger artist, I'm not saying, like, he was young, like, super young, but, I mean, life at 59, that's that's really young in the entertainment industry. I just feel like when people are are doing certain things or have their vices, you have so many people around you that can help you. If your vice is drugs, I mean, come on, man. Pete, you, you, you're you feeding your family off of this, you know, off of being an entertainer. And a lot of times, like, it's nobody else in your family. Like, you are that legit person that
0: yeah, provides you, You're the breadwinner.
1: You're the breadwinner. You're the provider. You're trying to tell me nobody can come and say, hey, you need to, you know, you need some people around you that's authentic. That's what I think. Somebody that can come and say, "Hey, you need some help." Same thing with DMX. Say you need some help. Don't do this. Or even if your advice is food, hey, let's let's. You know, what I'm saying. I I think like uh the thing he had like of course you could see he was getting a little bigger, and uh, they said that he you know food he had high blood pressure. He had like a bunch of other things going on in his uh. I think he had cardiac arrest. Yeah, what I was told.
0: High blood pressure, the silent killer.
1: The silent killer. I mean, come on, man. You trying to tell me you haven't been to the hospital to get checkups, To you know, you're the breadwinner. You got a lot of people depending on you to make, you know, and and he was actually touring low key. He was just in Michigan not too long ago. In Detroit, yeah, Michigan. I remember that. Like, yeah, like, come on, man. You, you're doing this for your family. So a lot of these artists, if you're listening, wake up. It's time to, you know, get a better understanding of what's going on and realize if you're the breadwinner, you got to stay healthy and you got to maintain so you can make sure your family has a long legacy.
0: Yeah. I just, and I know it's a, it's a stigma, um, my black man and, and going to the doctor, but that, that yearly checkup is, is valuable. Um, you, you want to be here as long as possible, especially if you got kids, like only thing I want in life right now is to, to see my kids, get older as old as possible for me to see um so that that yearly checkup i know it's a stigma in the black community about going to the doctor but it's it's a necessary evil
1: exactly exactly brother and you preaching to the choir man you, you got to get yourself together you got to get a better understanding of what's going on around you your surroundings what you can and cannot eat you making so much money as an entertainer. You trying to tell me you can't get a personal chef?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I I think about I think it was ludicrous that uh, he talked about how much better he felt when he got a you know a personal chef changed his diet. So
1: yeah, you you got to get yourself together, man. I and I just you know I'm I'm praying for you know his family. And I, I don't like the slander, too, because I, I was seeing a couple of things online. Oh, I think yeah, I saw it, too. Yeah, with these these young kids, man. Like, I I I, I really, really... I'm trying to choose my words nicely without Re- freaking losing my mind right Re-
0: respect now. Respect the OGs, though.
1: Man, like, please, especially one of the guys... And, you know, we're not trying to diss fellow podcast members, but I really dislike DJ Academics. I really do.
0: Yeah, he's been on... I never was a big fan, but like the past six months, he's really been—he really been on something.
1: Yeah, and you know what, man, and like AB is doing the same thing, where like all news is good news if it's involving them, and if you say random bullshit, and I think a lot of young artists are starting to see that too, and other people. Because like, think about it like this, Rodney. We can be a fucking far off podcast. We can say negative bullshit, and get a lot of people to pick us up, man. Mm-hmm. And we can fucking we we can say we can slander people. We can say all types of, of of things, hurtful things, but it wouldn't be authentic. And a lot of people feel like just random news or all news is 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 good news if it's maintaining you as long as somebody said, hey, I acknowledge that person. But that's yeah. not how shit goes, man.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, especially whether you've had issues with the person, whatever. When somebody dies, like, I feel like all oh, that should go out the window. Like, be there for the family. Um, don't air dirty laundry. Just, it's not It's not the time or the place.
1: Exactly. It's definitely not the time or the place. And you got to get your, you got to. You gotta realize, like, you're gonna have to answer to to certain people. Like, people are gonna see you and they're gonna slap the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, like, you're gonna attract the wrong attention and and somebody's gonna give you a blessing that you've been asking for. Slap you right upside your goddamn head. And I was I was happy that L. Cool J like addressed that too. We I think we had discussed that before on one of yeah. our yeah and,
0: and like his. It's funny because, like, my students don't know LL the rapper; they know LL the actor. Same thing with Will Smith. Same thing um, with Ice Cube. But it's like you know, the rappers y'all listening to today they they using the same beats from from back in the day. They they stealing for flow from back in the day. What you know, re, respect. The the path that these brothers pay because the artist you like is getting paid because these brothers putting the the blood sweat and t- tears.
1: You're right. You're right, brother. You 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 said it. They putting in the blood sweat and tears, man. They out here paving the way for you and like the same opportunities as a lot of these artists do now. These opportunities are not the same, you know? Mm-hmm. And and you wouldn't get those opportunities if these guys didn't pave the way for you. So you gotta have some type of respect, man. And that's what these young kids don't have today is respect.
0: Yeah, so it's 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 real I don't know, it's just real disheartening. It's it's frustrated. Um because you know, these 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 OGs really They put hip-hop on the map. Um, It kind of reminds me of, like, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, right? Um, Right. Before them, people weren't checking for the NBA. Like, I just got done talking to some people um, in their 60s and 70s. They were like, I remember where you could go down to Cobalt and sit anywhere because nobody was watching the NBA like that. And like when I hear people do Larry Bird game or say stuff, crazy stuff like Magic could never play in today's NBA, they paved the way for today's NBA. They were the one that started bringing in the ratings.
1: Exactly. Hello, wake up. Because what you're saying is the God honest truth. They're the reason why. They're the reason why. and they have And a lot of people have to realize that, too, man. Like, without a beginning... You know, without those guys, without the beginning, how can you even have certain LeBron James or or even compare those guys look up, they idolize Jordan and they idolize Bird and Magic and all those to I me mean, a lot of these guys mimic their game off of the off of the you know previous players that embraced us in the past. And I, I think like a lot of the players that we had back then, they really were more focused on the community too. Like I love what LeBron James is doing. But I remember, like, it's, remember it's, it's when,
0: not enough LeBron's.
1: It's, you're right. It's not enough LeBron's. And everybody wants to spotlight and everybody's out here doing like random shit. But a lot of people are really not giving back to their community. And I remember, like, you know, just I, I'm only telling the story from, you know, my side from being in the Detroit area. But I remember Isaiah Thomas, uh, Joe Dumars, Bill Lamb. I remember John all the Sally. People, man. John Sally. John Sally, for sure. Uh, James Edwards, all those guys would show up to um would show up to my school. They show up to all the schools around the city, man. And they were putting up uh basketball rims. I remember when Grant Hill donated him and Sprite and they put up rims all around the city. And also they were doing a lot of other things too in the community, man. So and I don't understand and they weren't really making much. So now that the stakes are higher and you got a lot of guys getting paid like buku cash. Yeah. You're just I... not really getting back enough.
0: Yeah, I re- we were talking about it at the the barbershop yesterday when we had the conversation. Like Isaiah was making like one, like his total contract at one point was one point five million.
1: Right. You're right, bro. It was like one. You're right. It was almost like one point five million mm-hmm. at one point. He was really not getting paid much at all.
0: Yeah. Now you got you know player like LeBron can make. What fifty million now?
1: Yeah, and not just him, like just other like role players. Period. Yeah, are making crazy cash, and and I think that's the real issue. That's the real issue right now going on in the black community because you know a lot of people can tell you it's just like a billionaire telling you how to get rich, and it, it drives me crazy when I hear a lot of these these people like talk about money like it's nothing and it's not an object, and they tell you to go different ways. Well, you're speaking from a perspective of somebody that already has it.
0: Yeah, you were you. What was you just, the Jim Harbaugh quote after he beat Ryan Day? You were you were born on second base.
1: Yeah, exactly. you were already born on second base, bro. Like, come on. Like, really? Yeah. So, it's, yeah, you just you got to really think about you know, especially these people that come from these communities, man. You really got to think about what's going on in your community and how can you make things better for your people? Cause that's what it's all about anyway.
0: Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, cause we, we've already mentioned, um, uh, somebody that's on my list as, as a, the athlete, well, hip hop artist that, that influence, um, uh, the, the, the rap culture, hip hop, um, uh, I don't think you can have this conversation without m- mentioning probably the most name-dropped athlete um, in rap in rap songs during our generation: uh, Michael, Jeffrey, and Jordan.
1: Yeah, the creme
0: de la creme, brother. The creme de la creme. <laughs> yeah, it seems. I mean, how many artists have Jay Z, Nas, all all the the great hip hop heads? have mentioned uh, Mike um in a song. Oh
1: man, numerous, numerous times, man. Like like I said, that's just that's like elite, man.
0: Yeah. I think that's yeah, that's elite. That's elitism right there. Yeah, his his shoes, um, the Air Jordans are synonymous with, with hip hop culture. Even still today and he's been retired, what, twenty years now? Um still uh, a sought after dress shoe in the hip hop culture
1: Yeah still still the most sought after man like the the legacy that he has man and the the stranglehold he has on basically like hip hop man is just it's hard to get around it man like when you talk about just just a goat man it, Jordan just hands down so I, I can see why why rappers like name drop him constantly
0: yeah you, you want to go next
1: yeah I okay so I'm going to go to the second well you know what I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold it on that one and say the second <laughs> uh, best because a lot of people a lot of people feel like is either the other gentleman rest in peace I'm not going to say his name because um, he might be on your list which he, you know and he's on my list too, but I'm gonna go with LeBron. I'm quite sure. Yeah,
0: you, you you gotta go with LeBron's up there. Um
1: Yeah, LeBron's definitely up there. And is you it's impossible to kind of like even mm. men- without even mentioning LeBron. LeBron is he's in the same area as Jordan, man, so When you mention greatness, it's both of those guys, hands down, bro. So
0: yeah, I mean his his interaction with the hip hop community, uh, whether it's you know he has a love affair with Jay Z, um, seeing him interact with Jay Z's courtside, seeing her interaction he had with Blue Ivy a few years ago, um, his interaction with Drake, Spike Lee at the Garden. Another person that has an uh, iconic shoe line. Uh, and I'm just thinking about like his style when he came into the league. Uh, his style has changed with hip-hop. He went from wearing jerseys to, to the button-ups to, to the suits. Uh, so I feel like he grew up in, as he aged how hip-hop is aging now
1: right right you you write about that he, he's aging like how hip hop is aging now so you got to really think about it too and like Le, LeBron James even though even though he hasn't um uh, reached the same plateau in, in as Jordan as far as like rings and and, and other things um I still believe that with the things that he's done in the community with starting a school and being more outspoken because jordan was never known for being outspoken
0: yeah what was this jordan most famous quote from republicans buy gym shoes too or something
1: yeah like, <laughs> and it, and there's things like that 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 reach certain people and it, it kind of turns them off from you know from dealing with jordan but i mean it doesn't turn your kids off from dealing with them so you might feel one way but like I said, Jordan's stranglehold on you know on hip hop and uh, you know everything to do with hip hop. When I talk about fashion to to sports, everything I think that's all hip hop in my opinion. Yeah, but I think Jordan has a stranglehold on that, and and right behind him is definitely like LeBron. I think LeBron is he's right behind him, and um, the next gentleman, I'm, I'm quite sure you have him next on your list. I'm a, I'm gonna defer to you.
0: No, you you can go you can go again.
1: Oh, well. You no, know, I, you know what I'm thinking. I think we had the same list of people, so I'm go, I'm gonna go with Kobe next.
0: Okay, yeah, Kobe was on my list. My,
1: yeah,
0: Mamba mentality.
1: Yeah, definitely Mamba mentality, man. And like I said, he's in that same era. Um, when you talk about like three of the best, in my opinion, is definitely Kobe, um, Jordan, and Lebron. It just feels like they have that kind of that killer instinct, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and I I remember going like, you know, you shoot, you shoot, you know, your, your paper ball at the basket, you used to say Jordan, and I remember when it switched to Kobe. Right,
1: when it switched <laughs> to Kobe, yeah. <laughs> and
0: shoot, Kobe took, what, Brandy to the prom, uh, Kobe was, has been name dropped, rest his soul, um, and a lot of... Hip hop songs. Uh, shoot. Before his death he gave one of the best all the smoke interviews that, that, that I've seen.
1: That's facts. And even when he first came in, remember he was um he had the whole hip hop thing going on. Yeah, he
0: was rapping the, on certain songs. Yeah, the Slam Dunk contest. Uh and he 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 really was the first. Because I think Kevin Garnett might have came out the, what, the year after Kobe, year before, somewhere in there. But Kobe was really the first high school to the pro, like, superstar like that.
1: Right, and he actually was fun. Like, yeah. I, that's the thing with, with Kobe, man. Like, with so many things going on, Kobe was just so fun. He was fun to watch. He was fun to have interviews. It just... Kobe was just being caught. I think he was having fun. Like he, I mean, even before, um, even before he became the, uh, you know, the the Mamba mentality. Kobe man, he always was just a fun character, man.
0: Always smiling. He had that million dollar smile.
1: Man, the million dollar smile, man. Like I said, he had the look. And then you know all the time. And then especially being in Hollywood too, man. And I think that for him to actually be in hollywood too he was most one of the most humble players too man and i remember going to one of my buddies uh josh man he was infatuated with kobe man he just he loved just kobe whole swag man the way he carried himself on and off the court um of of course that that you know that one incident but we're not gonna even talk about that yeah but
0: yeah Gail king is not walking through these doors
1: Right, exactly. So no, so my whole thing is, man, Kobe was always that dude, man. And I went to a couple games. Matter of fact, my friend Josh bought so many tickets, he had an extra ticket to spare for me. And he blessed me with my first chance to go see Kobe against the Pistons, man. And it was one hell of a game too. Kobe showed out. And um, yeah, I man, they played at the palace, man. And that, that was just one that was the first time I actually ever got to see him. And I
0: was like, "Wow, man, Kobe just—he's amazing in person, man." Yes, it's being around greatness like gives you a whole different feeling. And you ain't
1: lying; gives you a way whole different feeling.
0: Okay, Um, I don't know if this—well, I won't say it's a person; it's a group. I'm gonna group them all together. I don't know if they're on your list, but I feel like. You can't talk about hip hop and sports without talking about the this five group of, of young men, um, the Fab Five from Michigan: Jimmy, Jalen, Chris, Ray, just Jalen, um, just iconic. They changed the way the the black socks, the baggy shorts, the bald heads. Um, they were the first group I remember watching them play, and they—they uh—it was like watching your your cousins play on the playground or something. Um, just iconic. They really embraced the hip hop culture. Um, hip hop embraced them. Um, even still today, like you turn on the music video, you see somebody with the the Jalen Rose or uh chris weber michigan jersey on so even though the Fat five is was what 91 through like 93 um you still see their presence throughout hip-hop
1: yeah you right bro you are right like they their impact was just bananas man and like i actually think like they that in that hip-hop just really embraced them man like Soon as you seen those guys, like their whole swagger, man, was just like something that I never seen before. And like me coming from Michigan too, man, like it's just like I I just I don't know what game plan those guys had, man. Like, of course we knew the baggy shorts and everything, man. But the black socks, bro, I never thought to rock the black socks, man. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, I never thought to rock the black socks. And then they whole swag, man. Like it was just they were fun too. Like they dancing at the winds. they talking junk, man. They talking junk.
0: Yeah, they Duncan, dun- they dunking play. on you. Talking yeah, junk.
1: Talking like man, like it's just I get excited talking about them, man. I was so happy when ESPN did that thirty for thirty, man. That documentary was crazy. Like it made me want to watch it again right now. Like that's yeah, how, I love them.
0: And and they they were all the approachable. I mean, you could go down to St. Cecilia's, and they'll be playing pickup games and stuff, especially um, Jalen and, and Chris and Jawan.
1: Yeah, like, uh, those guys, like, you're right. Those guys were 100% super approachable, man. And that was one of the things to say that I respect about them. I and to this day, too, like, all of them are super approachable. And um, I'm so happy that they actually did it. They feud, man, and got back together, man, because, like, the brotherhood that they showed, man, it made you. I think, like honestly, when you get so, when you get some guys that come along like that and they impact the culture, man, it actually makes everything. It makes everything better, and it kind of it kind of dies down to violence. And my this is just my opinion. Yeah, I agree because
0: <laughs> it's, some, it's something that people can all come around. We can all embrace this. Yeah, we might be beefing, but. We can all em- embrace the, this group of guys. We can root for the same team right here, right now.
1: Um, right. And, and that's one of the things that I can say. Just like when the Pistons won that championship, man, in, uh, in 04, the crime in, in Detroit, man, was, was way down. And, like, it was like a changing of the guard, man. I remember, like, going down. I was actually working downtown. I remember going to the parade, and the parade was crazy. And everywhere you win, man, even, like, you can be in liquor stores, corner stores, Coney Island, everywhere, man. And they was talking about the Pistons, man, and about them winning and everybody wanted to go to the games. It was standing room only. And, like, people just embraced them so much, man. And then they were in the neighborhoods, too, and they were, you know, actually coming to schools and speaking. And it just – it was a whole different vibe, man. And I really appreciate them for that, too. Yeah, and, like um,
0: and I think what also makes them – Still getting embraces. Three out of five of them, we pretty much have watched growing to men. Um, Chris, Jaylen, and, and um, Chris and Jalen and and Jawan. Chris and Jalen, of course, on the on the media level, um, but Jawan, as, as first as a player, that seemed like he was gonna play forever, um, and then now as a coach. So I, I think that's also um I, iconic to to watch them go from um college teenagers basically to to adults
1: yeah you're right right that's basically we watched them go from college teenagers to adults and learn to embrace And we follow I, we basically followed Jalen along like his whole journey man yeah like yeah and I i actually love seeing his journey and like seeing him grow and you know, even riding that journey along with him to when he lost his mom, you know. And that was like everybody's mom when you think about it, you know. And the things that she did in the community, too. And she was still active in the community when she passed away. She she loved the city of Detroit just like Jalen Rose did, too. And that, that made me embrace the city more, too, man. Like, I know we always talk about, you know, talk shit. and You know, the majority of us, like, talk about, like, moving and everything, man. But it's no place like home, man. It's really not.
0: Yeah, no place like home. Let's no get place those, like home, those man. ruby red slippers.
1: <laughs> no place like <laughs> home, man. And, yeah, I love this this damn place, man. I just wish that the team would goddamn win. Got <laughs> me crazy today.
0: Yeah, he having flashbacks now, folks. Here yeah, I got
1: PTSD, man. God. Ugh.
0: And I feel bad because you know the Lions were favored by three, and like my boy called me like I'm about to place my bet. Like should I should I uh, place a bet on the Lions? I said, well they didn't cover every game this year, so go ahead. Like, <laughs> Might have cost that brother some money,
1: man. And that's what I I just felt like today. But usually, like I said, I'll play both sides. But today I was real confident in the Lions. I'm like they can probably get over. I thought the defense would actually be decent. That's what kind of messed me up. Cuz I thought the defense would be something decent and it just wasn't. Mhm. Yeah. That that kind of messed me over, but it's all good though, man. I, I honestly think like next year that next year actually be our year. I'm not counting out them this year, but you know, with injuries, I just believe that they'll actually bounce back and be better next year. So
0: Okay, so it's on you. You got another person in mind?
1: I sure do. I got a, uh, I got another person in mind, and um, I was gonna say Shaquille O'Neal.
0: Oh yeah, he's on my list, Shaq. Yeah, the I, Diesel. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say Shaquille. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just Shaq, man. It, it's it's only right. One of those, yeah, he's he's one of those once in a lifetime players that come along. And like I said, Shaq, man, he's a huge hip-hop head.
0: Was on a song, had Biggie on the song.
1: Had Biggie on "You Can't stop the Rain.
0: Yeah, went like, platinum.
1: It had one of the best video games, I thought, fighting games, man, with Shaq Pooh.
0: <laughs> I forgot <laughs> all about that, but yeah. Man, I played the shot of
1: that game, man. I used to love That's
0: him. right up there with um, Mike Tyson, uh, which I could never beat, but
1: yeah, like it's it you no, you ain't lying, it's right up there with it, bro. Like Shaq food is like a, a pillar in the community, man. Like who didn't have that game? It wasn't the best game ever, but it had Shaq on it, man. So it was hey,
0: memorable.
1: It was memorable. You couldn't forget about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Shaq definitely another person I feel like we watched grow into the to the person he is now. Um, he's always randomly out in the community doing random stuff for people whether are showing up at Walmart and paying for everybody that's in line stuff and uh, just a, a real another person that loved to have fun just a, a really silly fun loving guy uh, watching him and Charles go back and forth with each other yeah and so,
1: that's gonna forever that's gonna forever be like a staple man I think coming home and watching inside the NBA man is always something that I think your whole family can enjoy man watching those two guys like I, I can sit there and the next day you go to work everybody's talking about what the hell both of those fools yeah. are here like
0: they they have both some iconic moments on the show where they're Shaq falling <laughs> man uh, but, yeah, Shaq definitely was on my list too. I just – his impact on the culture, uh, the, the whole – when Kobe and Shaq was together, I uh, felt like everybody was a, a Lakers fan at one point because of that. Uh, and then you can be a Laker and not have like the relationship with like Snoop Dogg and all the other stars that are out in L.A. So,
1: yeah, you right about that man. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like I said, it's just their their report, man, on that show, man. And that that actually, and it, it made E.J. like a a household name too, man. I, I love E.J. too, man. Like. He got some silly moments, too, on that show, man, that, that kind of blow you away, too.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Kenny Smith's silly ass, too. You can't forget about Kenny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, get my last one. Um, Bubba Chuck, Allen Iverson.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, man, can't, man. He He
0: has to be on this. Hell, the NBA changed the dress code because of him. Um
1: yeah, like how can you not have Allen Iverson on your list? Man? He like, he traveled
0: like he was a hip hop artist with his entourage. Uh, he was the <laughs> he was the big fix first hip hop star. I mean, NBA star member that was that was tatted from head to toe. It seemed like um, his shoes, the answer, are still iconic. Yeah, you're right.
1: They they got them right now, like yeah. I was about to say you could just, put yeah. put
0: them on right now when they still. Yeah,
1: they, you're right, bro. You're right, and they I think they just came out with them again, man. Yeah, right? they That's they, they did. It.
0: They they have re released them, so
1: yeah. So you really gotta you really gotta realize like the impact of Alan Iverson, man, and like the culture. He he just like he he put a jolt into the whole culture man I, with the freaking braids the tattoos i mean just the moves man and like he was just silky smooth man and everybody wanted to be alan iverson i remember when he first came out man yeah crossed his, over and everything man just
0: his willingness to, to go AI. go to the rack on anybody
1: yeah. yeah like everybody wanted to be ai man i don't see how you could not want to be ai Yeah, I wanted just, to
0: be AI, yeah. I'm like,
1: let's go <laughs> Hmm. I think I grew my hair out, man And had braids just cause of them, man
0: Yeah, you, yeah
1: <laughs>
0: There are so many School pictures from people With braids because of Allen Iverson
1: Yeah, I thought I was that Guy, man, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to have These braids, man, AI got the Braids, I'm about to have the braids too So yeah, I thought I was that Dude, man yeah with the ai braids man ai braids
0: if you got anybody else i do have an honorable mention
1: what's your honorable mention brother um uh,
0: ken griffey
1: oh yeah nah, I, I, okay i like King griffey for the uh, honorable mention i remember he came in and he was lighting it up too man
0: yeah and, I, um, the back the backwards hat the 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 King griffey nikes Another yeah. shoe that's that's still out there. Um iconic shoe. Just his whole style, his whole swag. I, I wanted to play baseball because of Ken Griffey.
1: Yeah, Ken Griffey man, his whole swag was crazy too. And his shoes, man, was iconic. They looked futuristic, man. And he, he can back it up with the game too, man. Yeah. I didn't I hadn't, I hadn't seen no shoes like his until like uh well I seen Frank Thomas first and then after frank thomas uh of course ken griffey had the most honorable shoes man like dopest shoes from a baseball player that i ever seen
0: yeah so yep ken griffey you've got anybody else on your list
1: yeah i got a couple of good honorable mentions man for uh for sports um i know it's gonna kind of like um you know flip things over but i'm gonna go with the um the women's power, um, power movement, man. And I think that uh, Lisa Leslie, man, deserves some shine.
0: Oh yeah, um, definitely. I feel like, yeah, she she mentioned quite a bit in hip hop songs back in the day, and um, her yeah. whole being a supermodel too and a basketball player, um, definitely.
1: Yeah, man, and like she deserves some shine. She was mentioned in plenty of songs too, man, and her impact on the culture also, man. I think with her being one of the the first, like, dominant women, like, at center, man, and, like, not afraid to, like, like you said, with her being a model, too, man, she wasn't afraid to flaunt, like, her her sexuality, too, and her athleticism. That's what made her so unique, man, and that's, that's what helped bring along people such as, like, Serena Williams and, and Venus Williams and, you know, people of that nature, too. You didn't look at them as, like... Um, as one way like they were multiple they were multiple they had multiple things that they were good at and they also looked beautiful doing it yeah very graceful
0: yeah and you mentioned somebody I feel like that should be an honorable mention Serena
1: oh yeah oh Serena yeah of course oh yeah that was gonna be one of my next ones definitely an honorable mention
0: you just made me think of that Kanye song which you had to ask like Serena
1: yeah definitely man you definitely gotta look at serena and venus man they were mentioning plenty of um plenty of songs man both of them yeah they came on and they were so talented man they were winning like back to back if it wasn't venus at that one point serena was coming right along winning too so yeah oh i got another good honorable mention too ronnie
0: okay what about uh Bo Jackson, bro? Yeah, he I, I thought about Bo. Bo, yeah. Um yeah, two Bo- two way star. Um another brother that could be on the list, um, is Dion. Oh yeah, Dion can
1: definitely be
0: on the list too. Or, and another brother that should be on the list is Mike Tyson. Or I- who I should say coach prime, yeah. Mike Tyson most definitely um Mike Tyson, Ali, Muhammad Ali still gets mentioned all the time in in, in hip hop. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, but I, I can't wait me. for this. Speaking of Mike Tyson, I can't. I know he's got a little mini series on Hulu or whatever that the one he didn't approve, but I can't wait for the one with Jamie Foxx to come out.
1: Man, look, bro. I know he didn't approve of it, but go check that out. Rodney, go check it out. <laughs> listen y'all go check it out that shit's fire
0: yeah I know. yeah it's really
1: good it's really good bro you, you got to check out that series that mike tyson series is everything Yeah, really good series
0: so shoot we we up against it we can get out of here on that note um i'm thinking for the bonus episode why don't we do our our month mount rushmore of sports
1: Okay. I like that. I like that. Let's definitely do it. Our yeah, Mount so, Rushmore Sports so I'm down.
0: Four athletes that we would put on the Mount Rushmore sports. Any sports. But you only get, we can only pick four. Ooh.
1: Okay. So it's All gonna right. be
0: tough.
1: It sounds tough, but I I'm, I'm quite sure we'll get it. You know how yeah. we
0: do. So yeah. um other than that. Tune in on Wednesday for the bonus episode, and we're going to get out of here. We'll catch y'all on the B-side.
1: Peace.